Disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist, counselor, or professional broadcaster. The following are stories from my life and personal experiences and are the property of me. There will be profanity, quite a fucking bit of it, so please keep that in mind along with adult themes and topics. Listener discretion is advised. I've always wanted to say that. Hi and welcome to episode 27, Closer to Heaven, of Here She Comes, Confessions of a Retired Vibrator Seller. I'm your host with the lame rhymes, Jasmine Aziz. As you recall from the last episode, it was Lammy's birthday and I had enticed him into going to a strip club to meet up with a lovely Asian stripper named Candy that I had met at my family's business. The wallet I gave him didn't seem to do the trick, so I half-assed asked him if he wanted to go to some strip club and fully expecting him to say no, he said yes. To my surprise, no freezing rain or icy road conditions could stop him from taking me up on my offer. Yeah. Didn't think that went through. Anyway, we got to the strip club, parked the car, and Penguin walked our way into the club. What waited on the other side of the neon pink doors was far from what I anticipated, and a night I won't soon forget. The first thing I noticed about the club was the smell. It was a mixture of leather, foot sweat, perfume, cologne, and cigar smoke. The air was a thick bluish hue that made it feel like we were walking through clouds. It was an overload for the senses, from glittery fabrics in the foreground to flashes of flesh in the background. Chairs were lined up around the wooden stage in the center. Men hung off them, blankly staring ahead, foamy beers in hand, no expressions on their faces. A taut black woman languished against a shiny silver pole in the center, sliding like a dark snake around it, her bright purple g-string studded with diamonds glittering under the lights. I was mesmerized. Lammy pulled on my arm, maneuvering through the mass of tables and past several women, giving lap dances to men at their seats. As we headed toward the back of the club, I felt a tap on my shoulder. I stopped Lammy by releasing my hand from his to turn and see who it was. Candy? wearing a sheer silver dress over a black and gold bikini, was smiling broadly at me. Jasmine, she squealed. You came. Oh, hi, Candy, I said, and instinctively reached to give her a hug. She wrapped her thin arms around my neck and kissed me gently on both cheeks. She smelled like bubblegum and cake icing. Oh, you look so pretty, so pretty, she said as she strung one of her tiny fingers into the curl of my hair by my temple. I love your pretty hair. You are too kind, Candy. Wait, I want to introduce you to my boyfriend, I said, looking over my shoulder for him. Oh, yes, the businessman. Hi, Lammy said, his voice booming from directly behind me. We need to get seats. Oh, I give you VIP seats. You come with me. 
Candy said excitedly. She grabbed my wrist with her tiny fingers and pulled me toward the back wall where there was an empty C-shaped booth. The red velvet upholstery made it hard to gracefully scooch inside it to sit around the table. I pointed to the reserve sign. It's okay. You're my guest tonight. You sit here. Oh, you look so pretty tonight, Jasmine. So pretty. I smiled. In the short time I had been in the club with her, she had complimented me more than Lammy had all week. Candy waved a busty server over to us who took our drink orders without ever looking either of us directly in the eye. As we waited for our drinks, I removed my coat and hat. Lammy took off his coat, his chest looking more robust and large in the dim light. Did she call me a businessman? He asked. Oh, I can explain. When I met her in the store, I showed her a picture of us from Marjula's wedding. You know, she saw the one in the suit that you look like a businessman in. That's why she's calling you that. You're pretty impressive in a suit. I smiled at him. His eyes were locked on me. I couldn't tell if he was happy, sad, mad, or constipated. His expression was unreadable. Do you want to get a lap dance, Lemmy? I'll buy you one for your birthday. Just pick a girl. Any girl. I waved my arms in the air around me and motioned like Banna White. His expression changed for a brief moment. Did you hear me? He reached out and put my arms down. He kissed me gently on the forehead and then tucked me close into his chest. I could feel his heart pounding very heavily against his ribs. Small beads of sweat had begun to form at his temples. For a brief moment, I wondered if he was catching a cold. Our drinks came to the table, a watery-looking beer for him and a cranberry vodka for me. I merrily began to sip on my drink as the black woman descended from the stage to make way for another dancer taking her place. I surveyed the men in the room, trying to assess if I knew anyone there or if anyone there might know my mother. Every man seemed to be staring straight ahead, eyes dead and unblinking, even the ones who had women grinding up on their laps, looking devoid of human emotion. Lammy, why are all the men staring like that? I don't know. I thought you were looking at the women. I am, I am, but don't you find it weird? Oh, what about her? That one on the stage. She's pretty. Want a lap dance from her? I don't like her lap muscles. I shook the wax from my ear. Had he just said that he didn't like her lat muscles? Where were the lat muscles anyway? She was fully naked, so it wouldn't be an issue for me to see them. To me, she looked gorgeous. She had long, flowing blonde hair, shiny blue and green shoes with a matching pedicure and perky young breasts. She was lean and seemed to work the pole like she had been doing it for decades. I refrained from saying anything while she was on the stage. When her dance was over, she collected the money on the stage and exited in the opposite direction from us. The next dancer was muscular with what were obviously fake breasts. She was disproportionately heavy on top with narrow hips and short legs. Her hair looked like a wig, but it was so securely stuck to her head that it almost looked real. If it weren't for the fact that not a hair moved out of place when she turned herself upside down, I would have assumed she was a natural redhead. She was wearing a teal lace baby doll with fuzzy stilettos. I looked over at Lammy with an approving glance. He shook his head. I don't like redheads. Uh, I don't think she's a real redhead, I said. Curtains don't match the carpet, if you know what I mean. If she has a carpet, I haven't seen her carpet yet. No, he said flatly. I sighed. 
I was beginning to get very frustrated. The dancer on stage exited, and after a few minutes, the music flared up again. I recognized it immediately. The slow, sexy wail of a saxophone filled the air as a very tanned woman with frizzy hair wearing a black leather-studded bra and panties came onto the stage. I love this song, I said to Lammy. Phil Collins' song, If Leaving Me Is Easy, filled the air. The dancer took to the pole, immediately grabbing it at the center and then flinging her legs upwards so that she was hanging upside down. She motioned her arms back and forth as she seemed to get caught up in the music. The song seemed like a strange choice for a strip club, but I found myself tapping my feet in response to the rhythmic beat. The dancer was by far not the most attractive of the girls that had taken the stage, but her languid movements and soulful expressions to the music transformed her into a breathtaking goddess before my eyes. The imperfections of her skin that were picked up by the lights, the scar on her calves and the droop of her small breasts all faded away as she took on an otherworldly appeal. She slid down to the floor of the stage and curled into a ball as the song slowly marched on. I couldn't take my eyes off her. I could almost feel her energy from where we sat, heavy, purposed, sad, but determined. I felt tears sting my eyes. As the song came to an end, she slowly pulled herself from the stage and walked off as casually as she had walked on. Whoa, that was an unusual choice for a strip club, I said to Lammy, but she made it work. What do you think of her? Her hair looks brittle. It isn't soft like yours. I wasn't sure how to respond to what he said. The moment the dancer in the leather-studded outfit had left, I found myself looking for her in the club. As I continued to survey the women, I pointed out one after another to Lammy. He shook his head to all of them. I noticed a tall, sturdy-looking woman with long black hair at one end of the stage. She was talking to a man at a table, likely negotiating a price for her dance. I poked Lammy in the ribs. Her? The one in the sequin top? See? Over there? What about her? He followed my gaze and sneered. I don't like her nose. I rolled my eyes. Her nose? Just as I was about to lay into him about how picky he was being, Candy came by our table, the smell of bubblegum wafting all around her. She plunked herself down on the seat next to me. Are you having fun, Jasmine? I am, Candy. Are you? Slow night, slow night. I think it'll be okay later, but the weather isn't helping. The club looked packed to me. I couldn't imagine it being much fuller. I suddenly realized that I was the only woman in the club that wasn't a stripper. Candy, I whispered, I want to buy Lammy a lap dance for his birthday, but he won't pick a lady. Can you recommend someone? His birthday, she squealed. Oh, I'll find someone for sure. Candy shot up out of the booth and angled her way around the men at the tables. She sidled up to a pigtailed blonde and had her turn to face us. I poked Lammy in the ribs to see if he was interested, but he shook his head. Candy then pointed out two more dancers that were working on the floor, but he rejected both suggestions. After a few more minutes, she returned to our table, slightly out of breath, sighing heavily as she sat down next to me again. Not one, Jasmine? Not one? Sorry, no, I said. I didn't know what else to say to her. How about I give him a lap dance? Candy asked. No charge. It's his birthday. Plus, you were so nice to me at the store. What do you think? 
I turned to study Lammy. He was watching us the whole time. Lammy, Candy has very kindly offered to give you a lap dance for free because it's your birthday. What do you think? He didn't move. I could feel his heart begin to pound heavily against my side. He didn't speak. It was like his lips were suddenly fused shut and he wasn't able to move his mouth. I was afraid he was going to offend Candy for her sweet offer, so without waiting for him to decide, I told her I would take her up on the offer. She clapped her hands with childlike joy and then said, Not here. We go to the champagne room. Only no champagne in there. Follow me. Candy wrapped her tiny fingers around my wrist. I had to move fast to grab my coat and hat as she whisked me out of the booth and toward the farthest part of the club. Lammy, following us, stumbled behind me with his own coat in his hand, his beard jostling in the sign as he walked briskly. Candy stood in front of two long, dark curtains and beckoned us to follow her. I couldn't tell who was more nervous about the room, me or Lammy. I just knew one thing. Like at the end of The Wizard of Oz, once I saw what was behind the curtain, I would likely never be the same again. You can reach me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Jasmine underscore Aziz, on Twitter at Jasmine Aziz, and on Facebook, or email me, Jasmine at JasmineAziz.com. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, remember that the best part of life is love. So be sure to open your heart to it, because here she comes. I'm gonna shiver you, shake and quiver you, shiver you up.